0: Hello and welcome to the Friday, October 21st, 2016 edition of the Sands and it Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and I'm recording from Baltimore, Maryland. Pratt today wrote about NanoCore RAT. This is a remote access tool that is actually available for purchase but has been used in the past repeatedly in some more targeted attacks. For example, in some of these tax document scams we have seen going around. The half a year or so ago well uh, more recently Brad sees uh, this particular toolkit being distributed via regular malicious spam actually according to Brad so regular in some cases like it's just being attached as a zip file so it's an executable as a zip file that uh, this type of spam is usually blocked by any kind of the certainly something that changed another uh, commoditization of some of used in mass exploits. And then we got a new privilege escalation vulnerability in Linux. That in itself, of course, wouldn't be big news, but in this case, the vulnerability got branded in a sense there is a website available, there is a logo available, and a cute name. It goes by Dirty Cow, which of course caused this particular vulnerability to be discussed more than probably it should be, given that it's just a privilege escalation vulnerability. An exploit for this vulnerability has been seen in the wild however the exploit in the wild doesn't affect all vulnerable versions of Windows. The vulnerability was introduced uh, back about eleven years ago, which means that pretty much any version of uh, Linux is vulnerable. The exploit that has been seen in the wild writes to proc/self/mem in order to exploit this vulnerability, which uh, tends to be not writable on, for example, some of the older Red Hat Enterprise and CentOS versions, like Red Hat Enterprise Linux five and six do not expose proc self mem as writable to regular users which means that on these distributions uh, the exploit currently available doesn't work as far as i know the exploit hasn't been released publicly yet uh, but it has shown up in some commercial vulnerability testing tools so I would recommend that don't panic. Wait until your particular distribution does publish a patch for this vulnerability and then apply it just like you would any other patch. And Digital Defense found two critical vulnerability in Lexmark's MarkVision Enterprise application. This is a free browser based tool that you install on a web service. It's a web application that you then use in order to manage printers and the like. In an enterprise it provides a fairly simple way then for example to make sure configurations are enforced and that firmware is up to date so actually pretty good tool from a security point of view but the tool itself has two critical vulnerabilities that lexmark now addressed after digital defense did notify lexmark these two flaws are first of all an XML external entity vulnerability this can be used to read files remotely from the system that is running this web application and then secondly a remote code execution vulnerability this allows an attacker to upload an arbitrary file to this web server this could then be used for example to install a web shell that can be used to execute arbitrary code. A patch is available and this is definitely something you should implement rather quickly. WebRTC is a relatively new feature that has been added to browsers recently that does allow for real-time voice and video communication between two users using web applications right from their browser. There's a fairly extensive JavaScript API that goes with this that does implement all of these different voice over IP protocols. But uh, so far I haven't really seen a good summary of some of the security effects of WebRTC and how much security sort of affected the design of the implementation of WebRTC. Well, a great blog post on GitHub summarizes all of this, goes in a lot of detail, not any hype here, uh, really uh, very down to the specs and outlining what WebRTC does right and where an implementer and a user. Of has to be careful of when you're using WebRTC in your application. So if you consider using it, uh, read this article. Probably also a great weekend reading if you don't have anything else to do. And when we talked recently about the vulnerabilities in DVRs and the like, one protocol that keeps coming up is UPnP, Universal Plug-and-Play, that can be fi- used to find local services, but also it can be used to configure local gateways and firewalls. Well, Tenable, the maker of Nessus, now released a free Python script that you can use to scan your local network for UPnP services. Great blog article here that goes with the tool that explains a lot of the issues that pop up if you're using UPnP. And well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again on Monday. Bye.